everyone, and welcome to the Sex Ed Podcast. This is your host, Kaylee. And this is your other host, Jen. So this week for our uh, Queer Month interviews, we're talking to our friend Bill, who grew up queer in Missouri. He's got lots of interesting stories, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Hi, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here. This is really cool. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited to have you. Um, Can you start off by telling us what your pronouns are and what your sexuality is and maybe how you identify gender-wise? Yeah. Yeah, my name is Bill. I identify uh, as queer, and my pronouns are he, his, and him. Occasionally they. (laughs) I wouldn't turn it down. Every once in a while. Um, And then your sexuality? Yeah, I I try to identify my sexuality as queer, uh, but gotcha. you know when I'm talking to my parents or whatever, it's bisexual for sure. <laughs> to keep it simple. Thank you for the segue into your parents. Uh... <laughs> Man, it's only like thirty seconds in. We're already there. Yeah. Sounds now great. sit down. We're gonna get real deep here. <laughs> <laughs> Some Freudian shit over here. Think back um, to your earliest trauma. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It probably definitely was the sex ed you got from your parents, by the way. Um, of, of all the things, they were they did a pretty good job, actually. Not not a lot of oh, trouble there. I was surprised. That anybody. is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly, if you you know had to do it in a in a brief, <laughs> what exactly did they teach you about sex ed? <laughs> I. Uh, I asked my mom, it was, uh, it was, I was first grade and I always asked my mom a lot of like really like silly kid questions about why things were. <laughs> and, uh, I asked her why, you know, where do babies come from? You know? And this was like right before going to the bus stop. So we're talking like 10 minutes, gotta be on the bus. And my mom, I'm like, this is the perfect time to ask where all humanity comes from, you know? <laughs> and uh, she turned to me and said, you know, very honestly, ask your father. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and apparently, I don't remember this part, but I, she, I remember the next part. But this part, she said, um, I, I said to her that uh, there's no truth there or something. Dad doesn't tell the truth, I think is what I said. Which yeah, is there's no truth accurate. there seems very philosophical. <laughs> for a That's true. In my recollection, I was like quoting, you know, Socrates or something. You know. <laughs> uh, so then she's like, well, do you really want to know the truth? And I said, of course, you know, I'm an idiot. And she just told me straight up. She was like, you know, uh, when a, she said, when a man loves a woman very much, you know, uh, you, the man puts his penis in the uh, vagina, you know. And I was, you know, eh? you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Wink, Did wink. you know what a vagina was? She explained vaguely. I don't remember that part because I was already like in shock. Like she could have said anything <laughs> after that, like <laughs> anything really. Yeah. And so. I went to school that day. She's like, okay, go, go, go to the bus. You're going to be late. And so they went to the bus stop. And like, I'm pretty sure like that day, like, you know, I'm a first grade boy, you know, boys are like, you know, talking about whatever. And I knew all the facts. (laughs) I was just trying to like puzzle it out. Yeah. But I didn't know anything else. I just knew that that connection, like slot A, you know, tab B kind of stuff. So then, like, uh, I just, just thought... extrapolate from there. <laughs> right. I, I have a feeling your mom was sitting in the car like, what the fuck did I just say after you got up? Right? When we tell like, the okay, story. bye. And then she's like, what the hell? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right. She, she always tries to push the age up. She was like, oh, you were, like, uh, 27. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm first grade. I remember. 
but I had like no That's idea so what the mechanics were. So I just assumed it was, you know, penis vagina. And then they just loved each other so much <laughs> that God gave them a baby. That's what I thought for like years. I was just like, yeah, yeah. So thanks, mom. Thanks for giving Aww. me that totally reasonable expectation. It seems odd that God would require that to just give them a baby, right? <laughs> like first, right. you have to put your penis in the vagina and then nothing <laughs> and then a baby. <laughs> well, you have to love. You have to love a lot. Oh, it has to be sorry. true love and maybe marriage, right. you know. Otherwise, and how would it work? And if your love is not true enough. I used to think you, you could get, get pregnant baby. that easily. Like, yeah, like if, if you the saw penis one. is even around the vagina... <laughs> Like in the same zip code. If it's even thinking dirty thoughts, <laughs> it'll get you. It'll get you. <laughs> it's interesting because I was, so I was also pretty young, obviously, when I asked where babies came from. I think all kids do that. You know, they like know a pregnant person and they're like, how does this work? <laughs> but my mom did not, did not mention penises or vaginas at all. She just went straight for the very medical, like when the sperm meets the egg, <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, yes, of course, the sperm and the egg. Like, no idea. I mean, I mean she had to have done it on purpose because she knew I wouldn't understand. But she wasn't technically lying, but she was also just, like, not talking to me in things I understood. <laughs> so it's a way out. At that age, it's like, chat. I don't know. I don't know what I would say at that age. Because are you going to be like, well, you put the penis in the vagina, then you hump them real good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes, you hump them real good. That sounds right. That's how, that's the real tra- truth. That's what I needed, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, man. Yeah, parents. They tried their best, though. Like, if I was just a nice little straight boy, like, they would have fucking aced it, like, out of the park. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really, the whole thing is your fault for turning out <laughs> not straight. I was thinking about that today before this. I was like, yep, yep, I definitely fucked that one up. They had, they had this whole great plan. Like, they were always very, like, you can have sex before marriage. Just make sure that, like, you love them and, like, you're ready, whatever the fuck that means. But, like, it was a tr- – they were trying really hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I totally forgot about this until this morning, but we used to talk about condom use all the time. Like, make sure that time? when you do <laughs> – That's good. Every good morning. morning Bill, like, every morning condom. before you got on the bus. bus. Yeah, we talked about it pretty often, you know, pretty often. And uh, there was a show that was on called Home Improvement. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know the show with uh, yes. fucking Tim Allen. What a guy. I feel like everyone everyone who's gay has a story, right? You are watching Home Improvement and it informed your sexuality. You know how it is. Wait, did Tim Allen inform your sexuality? No. Well, oh. Okay, okay. So <laughs> you, you can't say Tim Allen and then be like, That's everyone true. has a story. <laughs> but like... Um, there was a particular episode where they like catch one of the kids like making out with a girl, so they're gonna have to have a bit of sex talk. And so then Tim Allen is talking to his um, son about sex, and of course it's a car metaphor. And it's like you, sex is like a really good car. You know, you want to keep it in the garage for like years and years, and just like get it really ready to go. And then when you take it out of the garage, you got to think car cover, right? <laughs> and While you're my... driving it. <laughs> That's a good point. Good points. The metaphor breaks down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I started to break down when they started talking about people as cars, but okay. Oh, man. I mean, masculinity is, if nothing, a bunch of metaphors about cars. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what men are, as I understand. But yeah, my, my dad my dad and my mom, we, we always joke about car covers, you know. Remember car covers, you know? And like, 
I mean, it worked. They did I great. Guess it wow. works too. You could get your car waxed. <laughs> <laughs> you could have someone else wax it. You could wax it yourself. Like, are we missing the obvious? Going for a ride, you guys? Come on. <laughs> I mean, you gotta learn how to wax a car first, though. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Do you know how to drive a manual? <laughs> <laughs> the automatics, man. Like that's. Crazy. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sex robots, of course. Oh, of but, course. Yeah, so they they did a pretty good job, I think. Except, mm-hmm. you know, they the the sexuality stuff was not as great. So, like the you know, my dad definitely made a lot of gay jokes and stuff, you know. And uh, I was surrounded by gay. Oh yeah, for sure. Because oh. we were. Oh, I was I was raised to be a very manly man. I don't know mm-hmm. if it comes off. You can't see the listeners can't see me right now, but uh, not very manly man. Just let me just describe the picture for you. Bill is currently laying in repose, a la paint me like one of your French girls, inside an orange tent. He's wearing a pink T-shirt with mm. a unicorn on it that says Alt Mask. Mm. So yeah, yeah. that make, gives you an idea of how he turned out. Making my parents proud, I'm sure wherever they are. But yeah, they they tried their best. So like that was raised to be a very manly man. Wow. It was raised to like hunt and fish and be manly. So part of that was like making jokes about gay people and all mm-hmm. kinds of people that weren't right you know, and, f- cis and women. feminine things, right? Yeah, feminine things for sure. Like I definitely cried a lot as a kid, <laughs> just like all the time. And that you're not supposed to do that apparently. I think it's great now, but at the time, not not the best. Did your parents tease you when you'd cry? My mom definitely (laughs) never did, but my dad, I mean, my dad would come for me, but it was always like, you could be strong, be a a man, you can do it. You know what I mean? He was trying his best. He was doing so well. If I was a straight boy, I would be president (laughs) or whatever, but unfortunately, (laughs) it's just not how that worked out for them. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say for them and not for you. (laughs) (laughs) It worked out great for me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. But yeah, so like I... You know, growing up, I definitely like internalized all of that, right? I was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, super afraid of like feel, feel, catching catching the gay, you know, as as they as the kids used to say. Um, they did. When did anyone say that? <laughs> uh, boys' locker room. You gotta gotta watch oh, out for that. Yeah, yeah, I was never in there. Yeah, it's a terrible place. It's a terrible, terrible. It place. seems kind of like a terrible place to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <clears throat> so it seems like your parents were pretty. Um, like understanding. We'll, we'll we'll not we'll not say liberal, but we'll say they were like understanding and realistic, I guess, about sex and tried to prepare you to be safe. And even though they might have preferred you to not have sex, they weren't like super shamey about it. At least straight sex. <laughs> if anything, I think they were like like go for it. Like my 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 parents oh. were very yeah yeah like they were they were very up. If anything, I was the prude. Like. <laughs> Like that's the other flip side of this whole thing is that internally, because uh, uh, for a very long time I like had all the religion stuff kind of flowing around, you know. Mm-hmm. Religion, man, <laughs> we got there. This took a little bit longer. Parents came first, obviously, but religion shortly after. We were definitely like super lazy Easter Christians, <laughs> but my parents lo- like loved the G man. Like they were super <laughs> God and the government. Like they were like super on board for God, and. Uh, I internalized the crap out of that. So, like, I remember just, like, I was definitely, like, going to wait till marriage, you know, obviously. with And then I'm going to have, like, 2.5 kids, which is going to be great. And, you know, I won't ever touch it. <laughs> but it, like, your own? Never. Never. 
Well, I mean, like, it's sinful, man. That's why oh, I've been yeah. told, you know. Even So they taught you also that masturbation was wrong. No, my, my parents never said that. But religion... The church should, said that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, just generally. And, like, it's weird because, like, it's not even, like... Uh, I went to, like, you know, church maybe, like, once a year. And then, like, a Sunday school maybe twice, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, that's all it took. I, I like, soaked up guilt. Yeah. I was like, yes, more guilt. It sounds that. great. Oh, that's crazy that they would talk about sex stuff at church like just at the time like on it sounds like, yeah like on easter it's it wasn't even like they were <laughs> that makes it sound it wasn't like time like yeah welcome to easter services all no no dicks like please, please jesus never. died for your sins including fornication bill <laughs> especially that one bill <laughs> i mean i just i think heaven really fucked with me like as a concept mm-hmm. because my my grandpa died pretty young you know and so like the one of the first things everyone told me was like don't worry your grandpa's looking down at you you know all the time watching you making sure you're doing good i'm like oh, oh no you were just terrified that your grandfather was gonna like watch you masturbate and it was gonna be all over for you like he was gonna send you right to hell. He's gonna go tell God. Yes. <laughs> He's gonna tell God. He's up. Oh, this gonna get the paper out. Let me check my grandson. Oh no! Hey God, come over, come over here. Hey God. Get look at this guy. <laughs> look at this wanker. I mean, he's just like. I what do you think? Hell, hell sounds good. Okay. <laughs> no redemption. Nah. Nah. Yeah. No, that porn? Oh, no, no, you can't. You yeah, can't. exactly. Unlike, unlike you, Bill's grandfather, who never <laughs> masturbated a day in his life. And that's why you got into heaven. He, he, he had my father through a firm handshake. It was just really firm. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it in, and then they loved each so other so firm. much. <laughs> Beautiful. Did I hear speaking of porn? Is that I what I heard, did say Kaylee? speaking of porn. I'm curious. Sounds... So, I mean, it sounds like from your parents and church uh, and maybe just where you grew up, it maybe wasn't so easy to figure out that you were queer. So I'm kind of curious, uh, did you ever watch queer porn? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, like I was very chaste up until the age of 14. <laughs> and I know, almost, I think I looked this up before the podcast. I know the exact date <laughs> because I watched a Daily Show episode. And the Daily Show, this is definitely like the most liberal way to starting a sexuality story about becoming queer. I was watching the Daily Show, as you do, <laughs> and they had a special like segment on like uh, porn actors trying to form unions, like sex workers trying to trying to form unions. Mm-hmm. And it was a terrible piece, like terrible on all the ways. But at the time, I had no idea that porn existed. <laughs> like I had no idea. I had the internet for like two years now at this point. Wait, what year is this? May 15th, 2000. You know, marking mark the calendar. Wow, it's almost your, it's like just past your 20 year anniversary of oh, masturbating man. for the first time. Oh, did you celebrate? Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I have this cake. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. did, you, did you fuck the cake? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> so yeah, so they were had the special and I was like, oh, porn exists. My God, uh, blowing my mind here. And so I turned to my computer <laughs> and I was like, little computer you've you've got porn here huh and so i like literally typed in the website that was in the daily show special you know (laughs) which was erotica.com uh and the first thing i saw was two girls kissing like the first thing that came up two girls chastely kissing i mean this was like the year 2000 like porn technology had not advanced that much you know was two girls one cup even on the internet yet 
it wasn't even on the internet yet. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't even a glimmer in some poor person's mind right now, you know? <laughs> um, so then that was the first time I'd ever even seen, like, anyone that wasn't straight basically kiss. <laughs> Did you and know was, that was a thing that could happen? <laughs> that two girls kissed? I assumed. I, I, I drawn some conclusions, you know? If, if she has lips and she has lips, <laughs> they could. Did you go to the website trying to see lesbian porn or was it like you were just curious about the idea of the, there being porn? Uh, that's an interesting, interesting question you bring up there, uh, Kaylee. <laughs> so in the in the little piece from The Daily Show, they had girls that were like, like they weren't making out because it was like cable television or whatever, but there were like multiple girls in the room. And at the mm-hmm. time I was like, what are all these girls doing? <laughs> I was like, wow, the, these girls are all in the same room together. That's 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 interesting, you know. <laughs> Maybe and they I all knew... love each other a lot. <laughs> I knew about gay stuff, right? Because I my dad would make jokes about it, right? right? But like the actual like act itself was like completely unknown. And so mm-hmm. then the internet, yeah. So then after that, I definitely like fell into the internet, which is a delight. And I am very grateful that I was in like the early two thousand. 56k modem era of the internet you know it was just like so wholesome like i was like typing into google like how to sex good or whatever. and i was like oh look you could make your partner really happy i'm this is so good i remember one site in particular uh i can't remember what it's called it was called like you know this is wholesome porn.com or whatever um wait actually I think it was like softcoreporn.org or something. <laughs> .org. Like .gov. I don't know why the government has that. So, right, softcoreporn.gov. <laughs> but it was so wholesome. Uh, I didn't have a credit card or anything, right? It all This was year 2000, paywalls everywhere. So yeah. what I would, you know, what I would watch, it was like pictures of girls, right? And then like text underneath of them, right? Uh-huh. And it'd be like, oh, honey, it's so great that you've come back from the office I'm so glad you're back. And it would just be like, see, like, just like slowly, like, revolve, like, just like the most, like, nice, kind stuff, right? So it'd be just like, like, girls in, like, robes or, like, low cut yeah. shirts, like, with. Have you seen the site? I don't understand. No. They would have, like, there'd be, like, one boob, one boob, and they'd be like, now insert your parents' credit card. And I'm like, well, I can't, can't do that. But there was one, and I totally forgot about this, but, like, there was or a couple, maybe, maybe more, two. Then they were actually from the girl's perspective, right? Like, oh, like, as, like, you know, a lesbian relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was super intrigued by that, right? Like, the -hmm. the headspace of, like, what would it be like to not be in, like, a straight relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And they didn't do a great job uh, back then (laughs) of portraying that kind of relationship, surprisingly. So surprised. (laughs) But there were other sites, right? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe some fan fiction sites, with your favorite characters and whatnot. You like know? which ones? Oh, you know. You got the the, the classics. You got um, Xena, Warrior Princess, who, oh my, have you guys ever watched Xena, the Warrior Princess? Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, I've watched man. a few episodes. I mean, I can definitely see fan fiction being written about her. <laughs> they actually made canon at some point. There was Xena and Gabrielle, right? And they're like, oh. for the first like million seasons, they're like, we're best buds and we punch things. And at one point they're like, what if we took a bath together? And then my, my like, in my childhood mind, I was like, this the explosion, you know. Um, and of course we had Zena, we got Buffy, of course, because you got the Will Terra stuff, t- stuff, right? Yes, that was super canon. That was very, I, 
I was a little too young to watch Buffy, but I watched Buffy after the fact and became a super fan once all of the pieces fit together that, like, she was one of the first bisexual characters on, like, television. And anyway, sorry, not to take the floor away from your fan fiction. (laughs) No, no, I mean, I'm right there with you. I feel like all my friendships at some point, you got to talk about the Buffy fanfic, you know, like at some point you're like, all right, so what's, which pairing was it? Who's OTP, you know, um, one true pairing. Uh, so also it's bisexual, right? Which was really big for me at the time. Cause I had like never even thought about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the internet was like definitely super important as far as like, cause I was definitely still in Straitsville, right? <laughs> super, yeah. super straight town and like hunting a lot. Yeah. Were you ever worried that like did you ever get the thought like oh my god i think i'm gay or did you always feel like attracted to both genders or any gender i was that's a great question i was so scared (laughs) i was super scared because i would only like look uh like lesbian fan fiction lesbian porn stuff because i was so afraid that like even if i saw a penis like just one time like we were saying earlier i might like um catch the gay you know immediately Mm -hmm. And I was so you a, never even watched straight porn or anything? I never, I, I would stay away from straight porn. Wow. I know. I mean, it was, it was, it was some like deep homophobia, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that was like super entrenched. And then like, uh, I don't even know what I was afraid of. <laughs> I think I was probably afraid of like turning out to be me, I guess now, which is <laughs> fine. <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> Seems great actually. So, so far, so good. Um, yeah, that's hard though when like the the people in your life are constantly talking down about that and making you feel like it's a like a lesser form of being a man. Yeah, I was I was worried about laying my parents down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're great they're great parents, you know. And so I, I wanted to make sure that like, you know, I I, I I wasn't even like I was having a lot of attraction in general. It was just like I was so afraid that like what might happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a friend of mine um, who confronted me with it once we would just like sit around and, like talk about stuff you know in there because it was a nice little safe space you know and it was just me and my friend and she was like the first bisexual person who like identified as bisexual and uh i owe her a lot <laughs> she asked me like a really simple question which was just like uh we we're talking about like uh gay stuff generally you know uh she asked me like if i would enjoy a blowjob from a guy right and I was like, oh, no. Like, and at this point, I was, like, super on board for, like, you know, I got a gay friend. You know, like, I'm on the internet. You know, all these mm-hmm. kind of things. Like, super supportive. Like, all this kind of stuff. Um, but then internally, I was like, but not for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. That's not. Got to draw a line here. Um, and she was like, I was like, no, of course not. No, because what if you were, like, blindfolded? Like, she started doing, like, the cat in the hat kind of stuff. Like, what if you were in a boat? Like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what if you Would were- you do it? With a rat? Would you do it on a mat? <laughs> <laughs> but the blindfold really got me because she was like, it wouldn't feel different. Like, it would be the same sensation. You And, and I was like, I know, right? Yeah, it was really eye-opening. So then, like, it wasn't even that we, like, I just sat on that for, like, a good, good, like, year, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, because, like, you had, I really had to, like, deconstruct a lot of the bullshit that, like, had been fed to me, you know? I just want to ask if that means that does anyone who likes blowjobs, does that mean they're bisexual? No, of course not. And like, it's such a silly question, right? And it's like (laughs) such a thing that teenagers tell each other, right? Where it's like, would you do this? And it's like, but having said that, like, 
it wasn't even the the concept of the question. It was the idea that now I'm thinking about, oh, like I had to confront my own homophobia, right? Which is just mm -hmm. like, like why am I? <laughs> like it's one thing to be like, you know, like no, I probably wouldn't. But for me, it was like I had this like I felt that aversion for a second, mm -hmm. and it was like so crystal at that moment uh, that oh, it, it sank in because I I consider myself like be a you know I was. <laughs> you know, on LGBT uh, forums a lot, you know, I was like, you know, being a supporter, you know, but mm -hmm. like it hadn't really, an ally, but like I really hadn't coped with my own feelings about it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, wow. Uh, then I went to Oberlin, <laughs> Oberlin College, which is like a small liberal arts college out in the, uh, you know, fields of Ohio. <laughs> and uh, it was really great, right? Because then I was suddenly surrounded, I didn't just have one gay friend, I had, you know, all of them <laughs> you know and uh yeah it really helped a lot wow so then where did that when did that sort of transition into having feelings for men or or realizing you were bisexual not just like being okay with gay stuff <laughs> but also like yeah. sort of coming into your identity as a queer person yeah i was like um i had a lot of good role models at first you know like I was in the, um, a lot of people at college that were bisexual and gay and we just like talked about stuff, right? And like, just like talking about it made it a lot less, it made me think, you know, and, and feel, you know? And uh, once you start picking away at the homophobia, you'd be surprised by how many hot people are out there, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember I was uh, doing some volunteer work in New Orleans after Katrina and uh, we were like gutting houses all day, you know, like just like hammers, sledgehammers, like tearing down all these moldy walls and stuff, you know, to get them repaired. And there was a guy there, uh, we'll call him uh, Jay. <laughs> and we were working together side by side for like a month straight, you know, every day, like, like morning till night, you know what I mean? And here's this guy who's like super handsome, he's got this fucking just like perfect beard and like sweaty, swinging a sledgehammer all day like it was it was unfair you know what i mean it's just a like, lumberjack fantasy i like it, it. it's, it's a going. lumberjack fantasy like an anarchist lumberjack that's what we're talking <laughs> about here and you know i had been thinking about my sexuality quite a bit at that point and then uh when you let go of the fear because i was because i was no longer afraid uh he was just so, so fucking hot. You know what I mean? Just like a really fucking hot guy. And like, um, you know, nothing happened because we were both in relationships at the time. Um, so I, I really, uh, I, that was that moment kind of clicked over. And then I just kept, I did a lot of research <laughs> as I usually do, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I read a lot. Uh, I read a lot more fan fiction. <laughs> a whole nother category of fan fiction opens up. You know what I mean? Like a whole nother thing. A whole nother section, you know. Uh and you start thinking about it more and then you, you know, you start having the feels. Um, and like once I let go of the fear and I'm, I'm sure the fear was part of it. Right. Like I'm sure the fear was a, a pretty good sign <laughs> early on where it's like, why can't you even look at a dick? Like, what's that about? You know, but, you know, as I kept going, exploring more and stuff, I just like, uh, yeah, I started really getting into it. And like it was just such a like um, it was slow. It was a slow process, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember the first guy I kissed. Uh, that was a big moment for sure. Uh, because I guess like I had a I felt like I uh, was attracted to these men. Uh, 
but like I didn't feel like they were attracted to me. <laughs> like I was like, I just felt like a big perf, you know. I was just Aww. like, oh, these like this guy is real hot, but like he'll never <laughs> he'll never like me, oh, you know. So I'm in Mexico uh, for like a study program during college, and we're in Guadalajara, and it is the night before I leave, mm-hmm. and my one teacher. Uh, not my, my my teacher, but one of the other teachers I knew was like uh, she was queer, you know, and so she takes me and a couple other people to like a gay bar the last night, right? There was this guy watching me dance like throughout most of the night, you know, and I thought he was laughing at me the whole time because I was like, you know, I was going crazy dancing, you know, I'm I like dancing a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, he just kept pointing at me with his friends and like giggling, you know. And I was like, I don't even care. This is. I'm dancing by myself, you know, I'm dancing alone in the corner, you know. But then my teacher came up, that the, the queer teacher, and she's like, oh, just so you know, that guy over there has been talking about how hot you are, like, all night. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, uh, you know, once I uh, uh, kissed a couple boys in gay bars, like, you know, I, 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 the fear was gone. And then, like, yeah, and that, that was, like, a big moment for sure. And I definitely like uh, at that point, I guess I was like, I'm bisexual. You know, I was like firmly bisexual camp. I'm curious uh, because I know at least like for me, I I remember it feeling like a positive thing to be bisexual as a woman uh, when I was younger, because I mean, particularly because like guys thought it was hot. Um, But I know that there's very different stigmas around it for men. And Mm. I'm curious if, and like, I know there's like, you know, people are either like, oh, you're gay. You're just not like comfortable with coming out all the way yet. Basically like all the bi invisibility stuff. Um, Have you, do you have any feelings around that? I do have some feelings. (laughs) Feelings confirmed. Yeah, (laughs) I do. Uh, That's a good question. Uh, In college, it was such a like celebration. You know what I mean? Like it was like me exploring a space with people that I loved and like a lot of support, you know. Then I went out to the real world. <laughs> it's a lot less supportive, you know. And uh, there was one week I distinctly remember where like a girl who I didn't like, uh, I was I just told her that I wasn't interested in, in a relationship with her. And she said, oh, it's probably just because you're actually gay, you know. And I was like, oh, man, it was, it was really tough, you know. Because I was like, that's not yeah. true, but also that's not what this is about. And mm-hmm. it's a weird insult to throw. Did um, that make you question yourself? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you question yourself always. <laughs> Especially at this time, like, I, uh, I always question myself, am I gay enough? You know what I mean? Or queer mm-hmm. enough, you know? Because I would, like, you know, I was calling myself bisexual, but, like, how many guys do I need to, like, make out in gay bars before that's true? Like, is there a punch card? Like, how do I know, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so then I go hang out with my gay friends afterwards. Um, this was, like, maybe a day or two later. And I was, like... Some guy also uh, who I didn't find attractive. <laughs> he was like, I was, he was like, I was like, hey, you know, like, um, sorry, I just don't want to pursue a relationship with you. He's like, oh, it's because you're like fucking straight. Like you're probably just too straight. Like, Holy shit. It was, it was such a like uh, whiplash because it was coming from both sides. That I'm actually kind of glad that it happened so quick, <laughs> close to each other. It was so <laughs> absurd, right? Maybe we could, um, before we end, circle back to your parents did you ever end up coming out to them i did yeah um so i i got into a relationship with a man for for quite a while um i met him at like a uh <laughs> queer gaming convention which is of course <laughs> a great place to pick up guys just so you know um 
and I really I really liked him. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it was definitely a little tumultuous because it was like my first like long term relationship with a man. You know, mm-hmm. so like uh, a lot of things to figure out there as far as feels go. But like after that, it was like you know you know, you always had those like thoughts in the back of your head like we were talking about like how 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 queer am i <laughs> you know and after that i was like okay yeah 100% this this feels right and this is good you know and so like i wanted to tell them because i they would ask me all the time about like who are you dating oh, excuse me what girl are you dating you know <laughs> like what human female with a vagina are you experiencing love with you know and it was so pointed, you know, I'm glad I, I'm glad I came out to them the way I, I did, because that at that point, I think there were definitely times in my life where like after a gay joke or whatever my dad would make, like after he was doing gay bashing, I definitely felt like I just kind of wanted to yell at him <laughs> that I was gay. <laughs> like, I'm gay. <laughs> like, I'm queer. Leave me alone. You know, but mm-hmm. like I did it really in a calculated or, or like a thoughtful way, you know, which is like I uh, I did it not at Thanksgiving or Christmas. <laughs> Which was on my mind, you know, but didn't do that. Didn't do it in front of the entire family as they were opening up stockings. <laughs> right, exactly. But wait, wait one second. You know, grandma, hold on. You like hold planted up, a dildo in your own stocking. What are all <laughs> these wow, dildos? Thank you. Thanks, Santa. <laughs> wait, thanks, thanks, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen knows. Tim Allen, gay icon. Can we make that a thing? Is that <laughs> no. Because he's can't. definitely not. <laughs> So I sat them down and, uh, oh, I guess I should tell you where we did it. So it wasn't Christmas. It wasn't uh, Thanksgiving. They were going to Vegas for a tractor show. Oh, I'm sorry. This was the car show. Excuse me. A tractor show was later. Yeah. So we were like in the hotel room and I told, I was like telling them how much I like, uh, we, I was trying to be more honest and open with them and like that I really cared about them and how much I valued, like how much they've been supportive of me over the years. But I've always felt that I was like hiding a piece of myself from them. And I, I actually asked them, I think, I was like, do you want me to be honest about things that might even be painful for you? You know, I gave them like a off ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, of course, they're, of course, because they're nice parents. Like, we want to know everything, whatever you want to share, you know. And I was like, OK, cool, cool, cool. So, you know, I, was, I said it. <laughs> I said that <laughs> sometimes I date girls and sometimes I date boys, you know. And like I and I was like, I feel, you know, I. I feel that I've you've missed out on some people that are really important to my life because we haven't been able to talk about it. Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, they were so good about it. <laughs> That's the really the, the twist ending Aww. to the story, which is like, I was so afraid, you know, and I think I waited to a time where they, they had done a lot of thinking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I know my mom definitely suspected. <laughs> my dad said he had no idea, which is really, <laughs> I mean, I've owned this shirt for a while. You know what I mean? It's like, you gotta... <laughs> My dad just said uh, that he just wanted me to be happy. This was, and this was like maybe 15 minutes after me telling him, you know, which is like, it's, yeah, it was really, it was a really powerful moment. Wow. That's a really incredible story. Yeah, it really is. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing that with us. Um, what we've been doing to wrap up these Queer Month episodes, if we, we've been asking everybody who they're queer heroes or queeros as I like to call them are uh do you have any queeros <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of good queeros que- queeros am I saying that right uh-huh queeros uh 
uh, in my life. Uh, you know, of course, like friends and uh, have been there for me from like the very beginning, even when I was like a really repressed <laughs> little boy. You know, I was they were still always there and like uh, listened to me and comforted me and everything. And, uh, you know, I owe them everything. And I'm sure they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have one person that I was thinking about that I had totally forgot about. Uh, her name is uh, Janine Brito. And she is a stand-up comedian because I saw her at a comedy club when I was like 18 or 17 or 18 mm-hmm. in St. Louis. I was like in St. Louis over a summer and I was trying to do stamp comedy at the time. <laughs> not, not well. <laughs> I was doing like, wow. These... how is this the first time we're hearing about that? Yeah. In a podcast? <laughs> I feel like that could have changed the entire direction of this whole thing. Yeah. yeah it was like, uh, I was trying it out, you know, doing open mics and my, my humor was uh, pretty straight, you know. I talked about sex toys a little bit, and I talked about, like, sex a little bit. But, like, it was mostly just, like, straight humor. I even mm-hmm. think at one point I lowered myself to, to writing a NASCAR joke because it was, like, Missouri, you know, and I'm, like, desperate to make people laugh or whatever. Um, <laughs> and all the other people were way worse. Like, it was just a lineup of a lot of, like, really conservative, straight, awful jokes about women and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. I come in one night and uh, there's this uh, queer woman of color standing up at the mic and killing it, right? Mm-hmm. And she's talking about uh, being super gay and like having like um, a religious family. <laughs> and, they, and, the, and you could just see the audience like they were pretty hesitant <laughs> to start <laughs> laughing, you know? Uh, but she slowly won them over the course of that night, you know? And... Uh, just being there and seeing that, like, I, I was, like, in my super questioning phase, you know, I was, like, reading maybe some queer erotica, you know, and, like, was a little nervous mm-hmm. and unsure of myself and unsure of how I should present myself, especially, you know, because, like, I think internally I was probably a way more ahead of how, how I, like, talked about it with others. And then here right. was this person who was just, like, super out, super proud and, mm-hmm. like, killing it, you know? It was not, I mean, now I live in the Bay Area <laughs> and I'm pretty out about who I am as a person. But in like that moment, having somebody that I could like uh, see out in the media being like super queer <laughs> and uh, a real inspiration, which is sometimes hard to find out there, unfortunately. Yeah. And someone from Missouri who knew the Missouri, what Missouri was like and how, how hard it can be and the shitty humor you would always hear and the, the, the gay bashing that probably happened before and after she went on stage, you know, mm-hmm. but for that moment, you know, she owned it, you know, which was like what I kind of aspire to be. Um, so Janine Brito, check her out. She's great. Cool, Bill. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. And uh, do you have any kind of like projects or anything that you want to plug? Or Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any projects to plug. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's, there's a story behind that one, but it's LGBT underscore Bill at Twitter. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. You can like and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, share our podcast with your friends, your family, whoever wants to listen to it. It'd be a huge help to us since we're just getting off the ground here. Um, I don't know. Anything else, Kaylee? Um, no. Um, there was just this New York Times article about, like, 
some sort of wolf fan fiction that is common that I have never yeah. heard of. I saw that and I was like, phone to read. For later. I put that in my like bookmarks for later. Me too. Which is just a giant pile. <laughs> That's like the, um, like when you're, you're about to read some erotic fan fiction, but like you need a warm up. You're going to read an article about it first. <laughs> I'm going to read the reviews first. Like three and a half stars. <laughs> Could have had more, one more boob. One to two. <laughs> One more. <laughs> One more wolf boob. One more wolf boob. That's actually referred to as a Lots teat. of wolf boobs, actually. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> we in the community call it a teat, okay? Like, you gotta get up on this. 